Rx what? This is Rx Radio. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal, always up for some chit-chat with my guests and to hear a little bit about what they do and what they are passionate about. My guest today has been in the hospitality industry working with hotels for quite some time. She is a sales and marketing manager at Protea Hotel by Marriott, but she's also a passionate counsellor and she looks at teenage counselling and issues and life in general as well. I have Alice Nachiemba Saula joining me, but most people know her as Alice Saula. Yes. Welcome to the Group Cafe. Yeah, thank you, Christo. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. I've heard you. a lot about you. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I had never met you. However, you are very beautiful and you look nice and collected. Well, I do oh, like that. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Well, I'm looking at your shoes. You have <laughs> white high heels on. Yes, yes, I feel I like it says a lot about well, a person. Uh, yes, I put on high heels. You are very much confident in them. Mm-hmm. I love high heels and I'm actually 5'7". Mm-hmm. Uh, friends always ask me, why do you always put on highs when you're tall? When you're tall. But I'm so <laughs> much used to them. Uh-huh. I normally put on slippers when I'm home. Okay. But even in my church, I put on. So you love your heels. Yes, I love my heels. You know, I used okay. to wear high heels all the time. Yes. Then unfortunately, I had an injury with my feet. Oh, sorry about that. I heard nerve damage at some point. Oh, sorry about that. And the doctor told me, um, you should put them aside. You have to let them go. So I, I can't know. wear the high ones anymore. Yes. I can wear the medium ones. Yes, but. yes. There's a way they give a confidence to a lady. Mm. However, um, I can also advise people not to always put them on. However, I Alice, see. I think she will do. Alice is going to love her 70. heels. Yes, I do love my heels. I do. Thank <laughs> For you. as long as you can yes, wear them. Yes, I think so. Yes. So, Alice, are you Ugandan? Yes, I'm Ugandan. I'm actually a Ugandan born uh-huh. and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, my mommy is still around. Okay. She's 90, lovely Margaret. Oh, wow. And then my daddy. When's her birthday? Uh, that is 2nd of July. So you had a big bash, yes, I'm sure, indeed. for 90. Yes, yes. And your, your father passed My on. father, my darling, best friend, uh, Mr. the late Krani Masaula, mm. yes, passed on. Okay. Yes. So you were very close to him. Very close to my father. Uh, I loved my dad uh, so much and I think he loved us all. Mm-hmm. He's our mentor. Okay. Yes, all he right. took us to schools. We thank God for that. Mm-hmm. And he really looked after us and he taught us uh, how to... To, to love God and uh, to live a spiritual life. Okay. So we are so much grateful for his life. And I know he's smiling up there oh, now. Bless. Yes. So that was growing up as well? Uh, growing up, mm-hmm. yeah, it was and good. you said a very spiritual life. So yes, you grew up spiritual. in church as well? Yes, we grew up in church. Um, my primary was at Insuwe, Stara Maris, okay. primary boarding school. And uh-huh. guys, if you're hearing, I love you so much. Um, then I went to Katikamo SDA, that is uh, Oliver and A level. And okay. also, guys, I, I love you so much. I know you are listening in. And uh, after that, I, I went to MOOBS. Okay. Then after I left the country, I worked some years here. Then I left the country. I lived in Britain for quite a long time. I thank God. Mm-hmm. However, uh, my childhood was lovely. We had a protective, hardworking uh, gentleman, our father. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy that I can talk about him because mm. uh, he loved us and he took care of us. Uh, we lived in a, a closed family. We all 
uh, grew up in one home mm-hmm. uh, that is in Chitigo Machagwe mm-hmm. and uh, dad really took care of we were all in boarding schools mm-hmm. and we all went to school my brothers and my sisters and also other cousins uh, who are summer professors now and then my brothers and sisters they've done well in life we mm-hmm. just thank God so all mm-hmm. goes back to God however much uh, he used my daddy but you know I can also just feel your love and your appreciation for your father yes I'm glad you have such a beautiful story because many many people unfortunately do not have great relationships with their fathers yes. or missed out on having a bond with their father so we loved daddy uh, our father was what they call a tata because tata gives you what you want mm-hmm. he took us to good schools father and uh you know boarding schools yeah mm-hmm. we, we, you, you started boarding in primary yeah though. primary one mm-hmm. i started boarding in uh, Ooh, how was that though uh it wasn't uh, good but i think uh, that was the norm for the world to do families by then in those days yes, yes because yes. Uh, mm-hmm. he could afford mm-hmm. so he took us through boarding school all of us girls were at Subestera Maris mm-hmm. then the boys were at Matari mm-hmm. then after that we started getting to different schools uh-huh. but basically boarding schools okay all of you went to all, boarding. Of, all of us how many siblings we are nine now for okay. past. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned that you went to MOOBs. What did you study when you went to MOOBs? Bcom. Bcom. Yes, I Is did. Is that what you wanted to do? And so much in um, money things. So <laughs> I wanted something which can lead me to money. Uh-huh. Yes, please. You yes. wanted the financial yes, yes, path. Yes, okay. yes, please. So you're like, okay, I need to have the skills yes. needed to make the right financial yes, decisions. Yes, yes, okay, fine. Uh, so you did BCom. Yes. You finished here. And yes. then did you leave straight away to go to the UK? No. Um, I worked with Imperial Hotels. First, when I was at uh, Moobs, mm-hmm. uh, I worked... Uh, I, I was studying evening and then also working oh. during day. So during day, I worked at Slow Boat. Oh my yes, God. I, 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 I remember Slow things. Boat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, worked, I was a waitress there. Mm-hmm. Then after that, um, I worked with Mr. Karim Huge Imperial Hotels mm-hmm. as a sales and marketing executive. Mm-hmm. I bless uh, that gentleman because he taught me who I am. He actually, I call him the business dad mm-hmm. because he gave me the courage uh, to work. He's a shrewd business he is and I don't hear many people talk about him and give him the credit let me tell you something mm-hmm. he has to be given credit why mm-hmm. go around hotels in Uganda mm-hmm. most of people there have passed through Mr. Karim Hilji's hand okay uh, mm-hmm. while I was in UK uh, whenever I was like you know you feel homely you are feeling discouraged mm-hmm. it's his training that kept me going okay so to me I give credit to Mr. Karim Hilji. Mm-hmm. So I worked uh, for him for a year, then I left for Britain. Was it tricky for you to be studying and working at the same time? Yes, it was. Uh, however, even my parents didn't know. But I'm a kind of a person. They didn't know you were working. No, they didn't know. My daddy gave me everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just need that extra money. I'm yeah, not, you wanted your own money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we grew up in a home whereby, you know, our father was a hardworking guy. You know, he used to, you know, those times of coffee, cassé, mm-hmm. coffee beans. You know, mm-hmm. he owned a coffee factory. Uh-huh. And we could see him working, sweating, you understand. Mm-hmm. So we, oh, he also had... Uh, this farmland. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. for cattle, cattle mm-hmm. around and also agriculture. So I, I just looked up to him. So I wanted to get my own money. Mm-hmm. So what I did was uh, to work uh, while I was studying, which was okay, which yes. was good. And uh, you asked me uh, if uh, I... If it was hard to balance the two. Yeah, it was hard because remember... Uh, you had to work, then you have to go for lectures, then you have to, you know, you cannot concentrate on one. I, if I could advise, people mm-hmm. have to finish studies, then they can do work, you understand? Okay. But mm-hmm. because you need that extra money, people are working, yeah. which I respect highly, you understand? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not easy because you have to rush, mm-hmm. you know, time. Yeah. Time is the fact. Actually, there. you have no free time for friends and fun and things um, like that. Yeah. That is what you sacrifice. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the decision to leave was an opportunity opened up or was it to go and study further okay right i got my daughter diana harriet hi i love you diana <laughs> oh how old yes. is she now she has finished my career university ah, yes no way. i thank okay. god yeah so i got my daughter diana harriet um when i was finishing third year okay so i never wanted uh her grow up in a place which I didn't because the daddy didn't have a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I thought that uh, leaving Uganda to go work abroad would help me and the father and herself to have a good life. Okay. I thank God so much. I'm sorry, I've not talked about my church. I belong to Prayer Palace. Okay. Kawem Pelugoba. I love you guys. God bless you. Thank you for making me whom I am. Okay. I thank you so much. Yeah. So I left for Britain uh, after saying that I cannot give Diana, me and the dad, the life that we you wanted. We wanted. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I left for Britain. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. I left in 2003 early very early 2003 so i left for britain it wasn't easy so i was there for nine good years without coming home oh that's a long time yeah so i thank god that uh, i took that challenge at the time that i had mm-hmm. because i think by my age now i just want to go for shoes and bags and <laughs> not work not work like that no. that hard work when you're very abroad. hard yeah. okay so after nine years you came back mm-hmm. and did you go straight back into uh hotels, hotels. yeah Mm-hmm. I went back uh, with Mr. Karim again. Oh my goodness. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so as I said that I look up to this gentleman so much. So I just told him that I'm back home. He said, oh, Alice, come back and we work. Remember I left when I was young. Yes, I had, mm-hmm. had Diana, mm-hmm. but I was very young. So I came back a grown-up woman, mm-hmm. uh, very focused. Mm-hmm. And I thank God a lot I did while I was in Britain. I studied uh, counseling and coaching. And when I came back here, I had the experience from Britain, mm-hmm. the exposure. Yes, so he yes. took me on and I worked for him for a year. Then he transferred me to Nairobi. So I was heading the marketing team in Nairobi. Imperial Hotels in Uganda, but then the marketing office in Nairobi I was the head there. Okay. Yes, please. Okay, so you come back and then you go to Nairobi. Yes, I did. Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. how long did you work with the Imperial Group of Hotels then? Wow, it was on and off. Uh, first 
one and a half years then mm. I came back here one year then I went to Nairobi for three and a half years okay yes. and then what was the next step for you yes I went to Best Western Hotels that's a branded hotel uh-huh. uh, in Tewe I thank the Megan brothers my former bosses are great guys they gave me a job as the sales and marketing manager mm-hmm. a very different uh, side of operations in hotel they are hands on guys mm-hmm. a beautiful beautiful hotel uh, at Victoria Mall so I mm-hmm. was there for 5 years okay as in sales and marketing manager after which you know as of my age mm-hmm. and experience now I don't want to be at a job for more than 5 years uh-huh. so when so it clocked 5 I look for the next challenge to Protea Hotels Protea, where, I am, where you yeah. are now yes and I thank so much the management of Protea my boss Mr Nkul and the chairman Mr Vitatore Patrick mm-hmm. he was a friend of mine you mm-hmm. know just a, a hello respected gentleman I do respect a lot before I worked for him mm-hmm. so he, I happened to work for him and he didn't know after Three months that I'm working for him because I never wanted the friendship we had mm-hmm. to collide on that professionalism. Yes. So, so you wanted the job purely on merit. On mm-hmm. merit, which I got. So mm-hmm. I'm the sales manager. Mm-hmm. I'm not the sales and marketing. Okay, I'm sales, the sales manager. manager. Uh-huh. I'm good at sales. Uh, right. I, I love selling stuff. <laughs> I can't sell you off a uh, crystal. <laughs> I believe <laughs> I you. So, I, I see you. You're a lovely, lovely lady. But also you've mm. been in sales. Yes. Okay, and marketing for many years. Yes. But sales for a very very long time. Yes, I have. And I feel like it's one thing some people are very good at it and there are some people who aren't. I think it comes with passion. Mhm. Um sales everybody can do sales. Okay. That's why we see the mamambogas. The mothers who sell tomatoes, they are good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Go to to guys who sell um water, renzori. Mm-hmm. It has been there for quite a long. That means they have a good sales team. So sales apart from the professions and all the training, you have to have sales. That's why I'm telling you. Actually, you're right. Yeah. That I because we have to even anything. sell yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can sell anything. Just tell me the product. Let me get to know your product well and then I'll get <laughs> to know the client. Mm-hmm. So if I get to know those two the product okay and then the client uh-huh. i can't sell anything now a lot of people understand the product but now the They trick is the understanding the client um i think it comes also with a talent or a gift from god and mm-hmm. the spiritual mm-hmm. the spiritual of oh my god to mm-hmm. so it comes also with a talent like me i just look at your crystal mm-hmm. or titus mm-hmm. producer mm-hmm. and i just know where you can uh, prosper Uh-huh. Um I think so you I'm have an understanding in, uh, yes, of people yes. to know you know what would work Just, for them. Yeah. Let me get into a conversation with you and you tell me Alice I do A B C D I'll just get to know who is your client and how can you penetrate oh. that I think it's a gift God has given me. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> so you God. mentioned that while you were in Britain you studied uh, counseling and coaching. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes at the Institute of Counseling in Glasgow. I lived in Scotland uh The Scots are very beautiful nice people. They take long to get close, okay. but when they get to know you, mm-hmm. they are really like they are Ugandans. Oh, yeah. You know Ugandans we have this about us. We are so trusting and warm. 
Mm-hmm. I've traveled countries, mm-hmm. but what we have here, it's not because I'm talking on the mic, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, that's what we are. Yeah, We is. are so warm. We and are so warm. accepting. Yes. Since I've traveled, I get to know who are these people. So these Scottish guys, um, people are very nice people. They are very welcoming. So while I was there, in Glasgow, I studied at the Institute of Counseling and Coaching, mm-hmm. which gave me a direction mm-hmm. to what I do now. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so when did you, because clearly you've worked with hotels, you love sales. Yes, I do love and sales. And that's an industry that I don't see you leaving anytime soon. Yeah. But you know, sometimes is that part of you that's also your calling and also yes. your give back Thank to society. You so, much. so when did this start for you? Well, did it start well, with the church or? No, while I was in Britain. Mm-hmm. There's a friend of mine in Uganda here. Uh, this friend had to get HIV AIDS okay. while I was in Britain. Mm-hmm. And by that time, there was a very big stigma in yes. Uganda. Mm-hmm. But in Britain, uh, people with AIDS, they are taken as any sickness. Anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, by that time, they were getting even benefits to make them uh, live a normal life. Mm-hmm. To live positively. But in Uganda, by that time, people had this stigma. Even me, Alice, I had a stigma mm-hmm. about AIDS. So mm-hmm. a friend of mine... Because people had seen the worst. Yes, they had seen... Remember, Philip Bongole Tire? Mm-hmm. So and what parents happened? dying. And parents died. Mm-hmm. The era wasn't good enough mm-hmm. for us, actually, to know that this has come and we have to handle mm-hmm. it. I think that stigma had a lot to do with the fear because yes. most people, they had those bad stories and yes. experiences. Yes. And, and it was this cure. new message of, okay, you can yes. live positively if you're healthy, mm-hmm. if you take... Now we have the ARVs and yes. so much. Much more, mm-hmm. yeah. So, this friend of mine, when he got HIV, it really hurt me a lot. So, I said, How can I give back to him? Mm-hmm. I was actually just him because he was close to me. Okay. So, I, I said, Let me do counseling, mm-hmm. let me study counseling. Mm-hmm. So, I, just, I started counseling just to help him, like to talk to him. Remember, I was very far from him, wow. just to help him. Oh, you're a good and, friend. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just to uplift his spirits. But I didn't know that it was a calling that God is giving me. Mm-hmm. So through that, um, I did my course, finished it, uh, talked to him once in a while. And um, I thank God that he lived and he lives uh, up to now okay. a very positive life. Oh, nice. So that's where my counseling actually came from. It's because of a friend I had in Uganda mm-hmm. who got HIV and I just wanted to give back to him to live a positive life. Okay. So I went into counseling. Okay. So coaching, how did coaching come in? Coaching came in of recent. Um, there's a gentleman, a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine in in Kenya is called uh, uh, Dr. Robert Borari. Mm -hmm. So uh, I started uh, following him and then a friend of his who is a friend of mine um, got us in in touch. Mm -hmm. So after looking up to somebody so much, Mm -hmm. you actually come to be what they are. Okay. That's why they say in Uganda to Gambanti, mm. so I then started uh, doing coaching okay. and mentoring. And I thank God during COVID there, I got my diploma. Okay. Okay. Yes. So uh, I know that on your social media yes, and in different areas, you have uh, openings for teenage counseling yes. and just life counseling yes, in general. Yes, um, so does someone get in touch with you? Do you work with an organization? Mm-hmm. Do you do 
outreach, uh, you know, programs? Mm-hmm. How does that work? Okay, I didn't tell you that I'm the CEO of Expert Heights Limited. Now you see. Uh-huh. <laughs> now we're getting to it. Oh, actually. Expert Heights yes. Limited. Why Expert Heights? I want people to be experts in whatever they do, mm-hmm. you know, to reach the heights that they have not reached or they don't imagine reaching. Okay. So, in, in Expert Heights Limited, that's where I do my coaching, my counseling, and uh, my motivation, uh, inspiration. So, I can do it for anybody who approaches me. Okay. You understand? Mm-hmm. However, I thought, why don't I do it for schools? Because I saw a gap Mm-hmm. whereby um, teenagers of this generation have been left behind a lot. Mm-hmm. People, they don't know what these kids are going through. I'm a mother to a teenager, mm-hmm. Diana Harriet Nazua. She has just finished uh, Makere University. Mm-hmm. I learn a lot from her. And also, I belong to a church where the teenagers, they call me mommy. So I learn a lot from them. So I just wanted to give back from the generation which is forgotten. Mm-hmm. So how do I do it? I approach schools. Okay. I've told you that uh, I'm so much in sales, so I can sell anything. <laughs> and I have a feeling that all of us, we can be successful in life if we get to know what we do best. Okay. So me, if I need to be something, I have to bring the sales in me out. Okay. So I, I, I say, let me go to schools. So I approach schools and uh, good enough that schools have given me platforms to to talk to students. Mm-hmm. So that's how I do. I approach uh, schools, mostly the head teachers and the deputies, and mm-hmm. they give me a platform, and then I talk to different schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a bit of career guidance, I think, as well as counseling? As well, but mostly it is personal development. Personal development. Yeah, people are going through a lot. Mm-hmm. Teenagers are going through a lot, whereby nobody is there to help them develop what they have and also encourage them that there is a, a tomorrow or there is a future or you can go through this. Mm-hmm. During our era, like me, um, I'm not young. I have taken <laughs> care of myself. Well. You have? I could not believe yes. you have a child at university. Yes, she has finished actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, God has really blessed me a lot. So what I'm saying that uh, people have left the teenagers uh, alone. Mm-hmm. The generation we have today, there are many questions that we did not go through as us. Yes. Yeah, understand. Mm -hmm. During my era, we didn't have social media. No, we did not. We did not have social media, uh, Crystal. We lived a quiet life. Yeah. I've told that I grew up with my daddy. From school, we are back home. Then we used to go to church. Then we used to go to his ranch. Then we used to go to the coffee factory. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then back to school. Mm. We did not even have time to go to singers, to aunties, to visit. That's me in my family. Okay, That's how my dad was, mm-hmm. you know. So we had... So you were protected. We, we were protected. As children. Because I think that's what's missing now. Yes. Children should be children. Yeah, they, should they should be, be. allowed to be children yes. and protected. And protected, which is not now. Mm-hmm. Because the social media does not protect oh, no. any child. Not everything understand. comes to you. Um, parents are not protecting because you find that most of the broken down children they come from broken families Mm -hmm. separated parents Mm -hmm. divorced parents 
you know, so children are yearning for that family union. They are yearning for our attention. Yet this era, at least now I'm here mm -hmm. talking to you. And after I have many jobs I do, yes. then I'll go here and there. Then I'm leaving my child alone. You understand? You're talking about parenting. And parenting. I think that's what I've talked to a lot of people about mm -hmm. intentional parenting. Of course. Mm -hmm. So we don't give time to our children. Remember my mom, whom I grew up with, mm -hmm. she was there 24-7. Oh, stay-at-home so, mom. Yes, mm -hmm. so time has changed the generation has changed and we have found that there's a breakdown in morals mm -hmm. there's a breakdown in everything that is associated with children where i go to talk to children uh a lot is happening drug abuse in schools is a lot mm -hmm. there is a homosexual is now the era while i lived in britain homosexual was uh like drinking a cup of water, like a glass, it's it's okay. Accepted and normal. Yes. And, mm -hmm. So in Africa, our norms, mm -hmm. our, values. our values, our morals don't accept that. However, now you go to schools, kids are scared because they come from families mm -hmm. uh, which are spiritual mm -hmm. and what they find in schools where there are families who don't care it is uh, really a breakage in um, can I call it in uh, society mm. uh, so they're exposed to so much so around much because you mix with people from different backgrounds I, I was at a given school like some school I would not talk about I would not mention I normally don't want to mention clients okay mm -hmm. confidentiality you understand yes 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 um, a child approached me and told me you know what madam then I said yes S5 students are hitting on me and I'm not into that. Okay. So she's not performing. Actually, she's scared. She's stressed. Be yeah. Because of what is happening right now. Mm -hmm. I talked about drugs. Drugs is the norm in schools. Mm -hmm. And children do approach uh, telling that I'm on drugs. I'm enjoying it. And I don't know how I can live it. Okay. And I've got to learn this from my father. So the father is the head of a house and then is teaching the child to take drugs. Mm. And they are that scared that they cannot leave it because they are scared. I think they are addicted to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so they want to leave it, but they fear what will happen because I'm already into it. I'm addicted to it. Mm -hmm. Take an example of uh, pornography. Mm-hmm. Pornography with the social media, you can open your phone, then you find something which mm -hmm. scares you. Yes, yes. The cartoons that are, are being played now, you know, my two daughters, I have two beautiful girls mm -hmm. uh, in Homes, darling, very beautiful school. So my two daughters, uh, they tell you that, mommy, we love cartoon, mommy, whatever, SpongeBob, whatnot. Mm -hmm. But in there, there is some act yes. that for us, our generation, we did not yes. actually. Yes, some hidden layers and messaging yes, in there. In mm -hmm. there. So you find that this generation, they are going through a lot where we have to have time for them. 
Okay. We have to help them. We have to approach them from there, which parents actually we don't do. We don't have time. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are giving us jobs as counselors and coaches, but it has to begin with a parent. Yeah. Parents are not there at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, some who are there, it's not that they give their because they also have their struggles. Mm, they also have their addictions I'm and their you, time is also being taken yes, by other things. Yes, you look at their well-to-do families now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they are broken. Mm-hmm. We see them nicely in suits, in big cars, you know, talking well with smiles. <laughs> but they are broken families in there. Mm-hmm. You find that the children are drug addicts. Yeah, Children are going through hell, mostly because... Parents are not there. And not paying attention. They are not paying attention. We are so much in work. We are so much looking for school fees, forgetting their morals. So that's where I come from. Mm. That I need, if uh, God allows, and I know he will allow because I'm doing a good job, to take me uh, through this country to mm-hmm. give what is supposed to be given what is missing i can clearly hear how passionate you are about this and just listening to you now i know a lot of people and it's funny you know a lot of people hear these things and they know when they're falling short but then it stops there because they don't know who to talk to and you've mentioned that you know someone can approach you so you can even help families individuals how would someone get in touch with you as we wrap up yeah I'm on phone. Mm-hmm. I'm also on email. Okay. However, before I give my contacts, I would like to urge parents to to talk to their children. Where mm-hmm. I have moved, many uh, students are stressed, and it's leading to suicide. Yes. Many students are suicidal. And parents see that. You know what? You notice that there's something going on Mm -hmm. with my child and you don't actually want to face it. Mm -hmm. So I ask parents to do look into whatever their children. These kids who go away and they're always in bedrooms, you don't know what is happening behind those doors. Mm -hmm. So parents always check on your children. So my contacts are Saula Alice, uh, 2001 at yahoo.com or Alice Saula 2 at gmail.com mm-hmm. then my phone number uh, plus two five six seven zero three zero four two five two four oh please repeat that again <laughs> you said it really fast mm-hmm. you know the other day I got a phone call from Toronto mm-hmm. uh, you know I had that audio which went uh, oh many people listened to this audio it was just uh, uh, an innocent uh, conversation I had with a, a group of lady of Sarah Maris then the audio went uh, viral yeah, mm-hmm. Viral to me it was oh my god because I didn't expect that so I got a phone call from Toronto that is in Canada mm-hmm. uh, this parent asking me to meet their children because they are going through stuff so that's why I said plus two five six <laughs> but if you're in Uganda it is zero seven zero three zero four two five two four okay yes please well, Salah, thank you so much for joining me or Alice. I think most people call you Alice. Yes, they do. Uh, thank you very, very much for joining me, for sharing your passion. And yeah, for talking about this openly. We have to keep having these conversations. Yes, we do. Where, you know, parents are not perfect human beings. Um, but you fall short. Yeah. And wherever you can find help. And sometimes I think the biggest issue is people don't seek help as well. 
So it doesn't matter whether you're a child, whether you are a parent. Yeah. You need to seek help because we don't very live alone indeed. in the world, do yeah, we? Very true indeed. You know, this uh, counseling and coaching, mentoring, it's just dropped in Uganda. It's not something that it was there before. It mm-hmm. came with AIDS, you mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's something very new to Uganda, counseling. Uh, I take my child for counseling. Why? I can talk, or the singer can talk, or the koja can talk. Mm-hmm. But then there are professionals who are trained to handle cases. So if people should, I really appreciate that. That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People like me are trained to handle cases, to handle uh, marriages, because mm-hmm. I also do marriage counseling. Okay. Yeah, drug, crisis, grief, and bereavement. There are people who are trained to do this. I just hope and pray that our country can really get to know that. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much <laughs> again. It was so nice talking to you. Me too. Nice meeting you, Crystal. Pleasure. Lovely lady. Yeah, thank you. Groove Cafe.